It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota. Triple M Dead Set Legends, Brett Taylor, Mickey Barlow, and myself, Saviour. There goes my hero. <laughs> What's going on? You, you do understand how radio works, Mick. There's a microphone under your chin that, that sort of broadcasts out to people in cars and in homes and listening by the listener app. Do you have a voice? Hero. No, he doesn't. No, he are certainly you, are doesn't. Are you a karaoke man? No, I'm nasally. Who? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> a bit nasally. <laughs> hey, Mick, uh, talking about my hero really quickly, who was your hero growing up? Oh, my dad. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go, okay. Okay. Dad'll be listening. He's You've on the stolen line. that on Tom Brady. The, there you go, you know, Dad. That Tom Brady moment where he cries at the Super Bowl because <laughs> that young kid asks him about who he hero is. He says, "Dad." So, right, we've done well, that on the my Super Bowl. My hero yeah. was Boy De Dipana, the cricketer for South Africa. Oh, really? yeah. Yes. When I was in high school, I used yeah. to love my cricket. Is he a bit of an all rounder? No, nah, not at all. He couldn't really even bat. Well, but, so what just, did you, why was he a hero? I love I love the scrapper. I like a, yeah. a, a a guy that comes through the ranks and just has a crack. Yep. With with limited ability and limited outcome, that was Boyd Adipana. Oh, and he wore number 77. I liked the number 77, so that's a bit obscure to yeah. why he's The South hero. African cricket team, though, during that time, Mick, were pretty good. I'm not going to mm. lie, they were pretty good and pretty trendy to watch. Who was yours? Uh, James Hurd was me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was a massive Essendon supporter. So was I as a kid. Yeah, I was James a real Matty Heard. Lloyd fan. Well, Lloyd, yeah. I know, I was a Lloydy man as well. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it sums yeah. up a lot about you two, actually. Growing up, all yeah, the successful. Essendon yeah, Essendon were pretty good as kids. All the Essendon supporters at school were just a smug, arrogant... <laughs> Just tosses. Yeah, really? that's fair. That's no, that's, that's actually that nailed Britney on the head. So um, <laughs> anyway, we can move on from there. Mick, just really quickly, last night, did you catch the St Kilda Carlton? Gee whiz, Carlton were impressive. I'm sure T is uh, mm. sleeping a little bit easier as well. We're going to touch on Clarko yeah. in a second. But the footy last night? They had a horrible week last week, didn't they, Carlton? Obviously, with the loss horrible to North year. Melbourne. They've had, a, they've had a good little run up to that. So their last month has been... Pretty good. And they put it together last night. But where they put it together was in their front half yes. in front of the big sticks. They didn't have a Ruckman. DeConning goes down halfway through the match. So it was like 12 hit-outs to body 100. Yeah, nearly. his way. Yeah, and they, but they still managed to, to get a result around the clearance and, and, and convert in front of the big sticks, which says a bit. So well done, David Teague um, and the Carlton Blues. So the, the herd will now just linger around Hawthorne for a little bit whilst yeah. Carlton get a reprieve. Yeah, Britt, uh, massive news yesterday. Huge news, Clarko. Undoubtedly the, the coach of the recent era. How did you see the uh, the falling of Alistair Clarkson well, yesterday? Well, we spoke about it last week, didn't we? Do we owe, owe an apology to Caro? Well, actually, that's <laughs> right. Uh, I will put my hand up and say, <laughs> yep, I was wrong. I doubted the story, mm-hmm. especially off the back of Clarko talking about uh, some of his own personal tragedy throughout his life, um, his marriage with Karen. Oh, I thought absolutely he'll be there next year. So, um, And Sam Mitchell was asked, and he categorically said, yeah. I 100% expect to be you know, coaching alongside Alistair yeah, Clarkson next year. Yeah, it was year. intriguing. So, um, yeah, no, absolutely, um, Caro got that right. Mm. She's not on my Christmas card list, but, um, but yeah, no, you've got to tip your hat to journalism like that. And if I was Sam Mitchell, I'd be moving on absolutely everybody <laughs> in that mm. meeting because there's a leak amongst somebody. But mm. uh, Jason Dunstall, who um, who employed Alistair Clarkson, they didn't want to go down the Clarko track at all. Uh, Jason Dunstall was the one who flew his flag aggressively uh, to the stage where others were moved on once Clarko arrived at the footy club. And uh, so he was asked yesterday on the Friday huddle, of course, Triple M's Friday night pre-show, which is fantastic. And Jason Dunstall had this to say. Bottom line is, I think it's been really poorly handled. I think the way it's played out over the last few years, last few weeks, so it doesn't reflect well on anyone. Yep. I think it's, um, it's become a bit of embarrassment, the way that they've handled it all the way through. So for me, I think 
if you go back three weeks, probably everyone knew what the best outcome was. Is that the one they've arrived at today? Yes. Yep. And I suspect it was probably um, the impact on the soft cap in terms of a payout that fashion, if you read between the lines, that probably fashioned the idea of let's have a handover because you become severely impacted if you pay out and all of a sudden next year's soft cap's got a, a big chunk missing before you start. So that makes life tough. But we've also seen over the years that handovers, they've never been smooth. They've never really worked. Yeah, clubs get through them, but I, I don't understand the point of doing it. It's a bit like if you're going to rip the Band-Aid off, mate, rip it off. Yeah. Don't take it off tiny bit by tiny bit. <laughs> Initial reaction, Zave. Obviously, you've had a close relationship with both Sam Mitchell and Alistair Clarkson, being involved with that football club. So, who better to ask the question about yeah. the current situation than you? Oh, mate, just really messy. I mean, we're so used to seeing coaches sacked from those clubs that haven't made finals for twenty years. Not not the Hawthorne Football Club. They've been uh, as tight as you ever get. Don't get me wrong. Uh, there's always been a head clash between Jeff Kennett and Alistair Clarkson ever since Kennett rang. I think it was 3AW one night. I think he might have had a few scotches after a bad loss and called for Clarkson to be sacked. But, um, yeah, interesting stuff. I, I think Clarko, uh, he's got the result that I think's best for him. He, he got a reasonable payout, a huge payout, actually. And he's now can just sit there, get through the rest of the year. He'll be sent off the way that he deserves. Sam Mitchell can undoubtedly coach. Uh, I think that's, I think that's a certainty he'll be a good coach, but, uh, whether it needed to happen the way it needed to happen uh, was, was extraordinary, disappointing, and I can see why there's some frustration amongst uh, supporters, but also, you know, the members and that sort of stuff, Mick. And, and he, he will, as you say, he, he'll be able to coach. He's got a good head on his shoulder. He loves the game. Yeah. However, I'm looking at that list. In the short term, within the next 12 months, this, this isn't going to go away, and the torch is going to be on the Hawthorne. Yeah. I think everyone over the summer will understand Hawthorne will be a bottom side next year. Oh, of course, and, and, and they'll get the and number how, one. how challenging will that be for, for Sam Mitchell yeah, in no, those shoes? Sam Mitchell's uh, he's done it the hard way throughout his whole football career. He missed the draft, then he played a year in the VFL where he won the Liston Medal off ten games. I think eleven games. He got thirty-one yeah. votes, ten best on grounds, and a mm. one voter. Uh, so he he's done. Then he sat on the bench for Daniel Harford. So he's done it tough, Sam Mitchell. He hasn't had the gravy train ride of you know getting a high draft pick and and you know getting given games. So he's done it the hard way. Brownlow medalist, multiple best and fairest, four time premiership player. He has done it hard and been super mm. successful. So don't worry about that. And I think the Hawks too. If you know you're going to be a poor side, I think for example Carlton that we just spoke about. Every year they get pumped up to be a good side. There won't be a Hawthorne supporter next year expecting them to make the final. So there's no there's no element of expectation. They've got Denver Grange Barras, who was a high draft pick. They're going to get picked one or like two him. again this year. I really like Denver. Uh, of course, Sicily hasn't played this year. Will Day's been injured all year. They've got some kids there. They just need to hit, you know, two years into them. And as Clarko said yesterday, get on the get on the gravy train now because in 04, the gravy train, no one was on it. And then they draft mm. they draft Franklin, they draft Roughhead, they draft Jordan Lewis, Grant Birchall. Uh, and before you know it, they've won uh, premiership after premiership. But it's not what you expect from the Hawthorne Football Club. Absolutely mm. not. No, very, very messy it's been. Yeah, it has. And it's a sad way to see the, the the absolute champion disappear. Really sad way to see Clarko sort of get pushed out the door. But um, I think it was about 900,000. So, uh, <laughs> he'll, so take he'll, he'll take that. Uh, now we're getting somewhere with 900,000 in the kicker, you beauty. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota.